From Los Angeles, California, it's Felice Navipod with special guest, Paul Rust. And now, here's Tony Thaxton. Christmas only comes around once a year. I wanted more time to see Santa and his reindeer. This podcast makes it feel like Christmas every day. It makes you feel like you're with Santa on his lady. Let's all have some fun and spread some Christmas cheer. So grab a Hello, ho, ho, and welcome to Felice Navi Pod. My name is Tony Thaxton. Look who's back. It's Rigby. <laughs> Boom. Good to have you back, Riggs. Don't know your deal. Don't want to know. No, you know what? It's your, it's your deal. Not my business. Um, guys, happy September. We are another month closer to the big day. And that big day, you know the deal. Christmas, right? <laughs> Um, I'm going to do a couple plugs up top, though. I know. What? Plugs at the top? Yeah, that's right. Um, if you live in Los Angeles, I want to remind you that my band, The Pride of Erie, PA, is playing at the Steve Allen Theater this Saturday night, September 5th, opening up for Cali Kazoo. Um, and uh, that's going to be a good time, and it's the night before my birthday. My birthday's coming up. We're a month closer to Christmas. What more do we need? Oh, maybe a guest at the door. How about that? Nice timing. Hey, Paul Rust. <laughs> Hi, Tony. Come on in. Oh, thank you. How's it going? Good, good. Ooh, it was cold out there. <laughs> you no. Let's <laughs> let's be honest. It's pretty fucking brutal outside. No, it's really coming down. <laughs> the snow is heavy out there. <laughs> we don't have to maintain the illusion that strong here. <laughs> okay, it is very, and very hot outside. I just figured I should go ahead and get that out of the way because. We had to turn off the AC, and uh-huh. we're probably going to eventually be talking about how miserably hot we are before we're done yeah, recording yeah. here. So. We want it to match up, so when <laughs> yeah. people are like, wait a minute, I remember at the beginning they said... <laughs> no, it'll become eventually like a sweat lodge. We'll go on a vision quest by the end of this. We'll start tripping out and see that's ourselves as eight-year-olds. <laughs> that's why I brought you here. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um Well, I, uh, I'm excited that, uh, that you came by. First of all, it's crazy you came by. We don't know each other. No, so, <laughs> you could murder me halfway <laughs> into this, but you've uh, been you've been vouched by m- many people who I like and respect. So and you mean miniature people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, our, our our buddy Pete the Retailer from yeah. Star Wars Minute kind of put us in touch, and was like, "You guys should know each other." And I know of you on the on the on the Star Wars Minute. I okay. really enjoyed your episodes. Oh, thank you. A lot of Likewise. great observations. Likewise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then uh, we started uh, trading on the. Star Wars. Yes, we did. Trader app. Something uh, I'm not real proud of. (laughs) I'm way too into it. You would rather be like part of some neo-Nazi white power group. (laughs) Like, I saw you on this weird website where you were listed as a a neo-Nazi. You're like, yep, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You didn't see the card trader thing, did you? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, Pete. And that's all Pete's fault also. Yeah. uh, But I was the one who told Pete. Oh, really? So like, uh, I think that's right, because I think... I think they came over to my house after they left oh, your house. So he was buzzing yeah. just from it. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. he was showing me. I was like, I knew about this, but I don't know. This yeah. seems stupid. And I was like, all right, I'll try it. And it, now it's like it's, every day. It's basically when they try to trace pandemics to the source. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, who ate this? Gwyneth Paltrow ate this piece of sushi <laughs> <laughs> when she was cheating on her husband. Uh, that's a... Uh, 
contagion reference there. I, gotcha. okay. I, gotcha. okay. I just I just had nothing to add. I was like, I I remember. I know what you're going for. I, I don't remember you anything. Think I was I'll, saying something so terrible about Gwyneth Paltrow. About all I could throw back at you if I tried was Matt Damon. <laughs> that is an actor who's in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, the. Uh, you said you haven't played the, the card trader app in a while. No. You lost your password. Yeah, because I my phone started doing this weird thing where the touch screen wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the most like frustrating thing in the world is like not having you think you have the power to put your finger on something <laughs> right. and it doesn't happen. It's just like a rich metaphor for anything. <laughs> and I was getting so frustrated, so I got a new phone. But when you get a new phone, some of your apps don't. You got to put the passwords mm-hmm, back in. Mm-hmm. And I lost my password. And then the procedure to getting the password is like a 10-step answer question and answer process. And I have to give like a blood <laughs> sample. And I, I couldn't get through it. Uh, and I gave up. And now, I don't know. It, it basically is like it was becoming such an addictive Mm, force mm. <laughs> in my life that I took it as maybe a sign that I was like, okay, maybe this is good just to take a break for a moment. But yeah, it's uh, it's gotten it's gotten bad for me of yeah. where I made a separate account on my iPad. Oh, wow. That's and I good. trade with myself. I shouldn't wow. be. Why am I admitting this stuff? But I am. That's so great, man. I love that. And so you're basically like the person, um, like uh, when somebody's like, yeah, I found this um, uh, great uh, area between my toes to inject drugs into my body. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> exactly the reference I was going to make. It's the iPad. Oh. <laughs> um, well, I was also I was excited that uh, that you were going to come on here and do this because I can't remember what podcast I was listening to. Probably Comedy Bang Bang. Uh-huh. Something you were on. And you were the only person I have ever heard mention. Small towns burn a little slower on a podcast. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, I can't remember You're why my mind brought, right no, now. You blew my mind when you brought it. Yeah, that up. well, because we were talking probably about um, how certain bands in the early aughts, it, the, it was like to have a full sentence right. was like kind of the the trend. Yeah, and so you knew you knew this band. Small <laughs> towns burn a little we, slower. Uh, my old band played with them several times. No way. Yeah. My band played with them. Oh, really? Yeah, a couple times. Like because I went to the University of Iowa, uh-huh. and I had a band there that was a full sentence band too. So well, I'm not right. what was pointing the name? fingers. What was the name? There's three pointing right back at me, but uh, uh, it was called my business. Fan in three weeks all right and uh we yeah we did uh i'd say like maybe two maybe three shows with uh because they those guys uh and they're great guys yeah. I'm, not, I'm not dumping no, on that i, yeah, I yeah, totally yeah. understand uh but they uh yeah they i think some of their fans or maybe their girlfriends or maybe even some of the members went to college there so we would uh-huh. uh, every once in a while cross paths with them but you too huh yeah because the uh because I used to spend a lot of time in Minneapolis because of playing in Motion City, uh-huh. and then uh, and they were from Minneapolis. No way. Most, okay. Most of them were, anyways, and uh, so we used to like take them out every now and then, like either like local shows or like kind of like regional shows or something. We would have. Uh, them open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those were yeah. They were definitely 
guys who when you when you play with different bands um you can always tell like within like the first 10 seconds of listening to the band of being like oh they're a real deal like they uh-huh. really care about this and yeah, they were yeah. definitely one of those guys where like right. they started playing I'm like oh they give a shit like they're uh-huh. really trying to like make a great show here and have like full songs and stuff because sometimes otherwise in, it'll be the opposite where 10 seconds into a song you're like oh yeah oh <laughs> they don't care they're, they're not giving it their all but yeah those guys were were pros yeah yeah um so wait, uh, they're not, are they together still? No, I don't think so. No. I, don't, I don't think they really lasted all that long. Mm-hmm. Maybe a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I'm really not sure. But they burnt so slow. I know. It was, Usually people it burn slow. bright and fast, but they, were, they told they, us. They did it right. So when you heard me say that band, did you just like start punching your uh, iPod. <laughs> You're like, no, this can't be true. <laughs> just because, first of all, it was a name I just hadn't thought about in, mm-hmm. you know, seven or eight years probably. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, I think I immediately started texting my old bandmates. It was like, I just heard Small Towns mentioned on Oh my gosh. Did you have a, um, when you guys were playing and stuff, did you have a favorite band name that you would cross paths with? Because Small Towns Burn a Little Slower oh, was always the one that I would reference that... as like, oh, that was a classic uh, band name. Um, yeah, well, there was, we we uh, we had a history of, uh, see, like in the early days, especially when, you know, you'd be, we'd be on tour and playing mm-hmm. to like seven people every yeah. night, <laughs> uh, play with a lot of local bands in, in town. Yeah. And there would always, there were a lot of uh, one word names. I remember playing with Clay, uh, but it was K L A E. Okay, okay. <laughs> and Pipe. We, uh-huh. we used to refer to them a lot, and they had they were. Uh, yeah, I love the uh, I love the one word names. Yeah, when I, I was rem- in junior high, I uh, my I had two older sisters, so you would hear about them going to like some high school bands, uh, you know, shows and stuff. And I remember I was like in fourth or fifth grade, and my sister came home, and I was like. Who'd you see? And she was like, "We saw Glitch." It's like Glitch is a great <laughs> band name because it's got, you know, some suggestions of electrical. Uh-huh. Yeah, and if it's an electrical band, okay. <laughs> I feel like that's not terrible though for a one-word name. No, I, I genuinely like Glitch because yeah. we also this one was actually a little more recent. Uh, we played in Florida, and this is actually a fucking bizarre show. We played a show. Uh, it was this outdoor thing, like just. I mean, it was in Florida, so uh, already. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was this outdoor like festival near a college. We headlined. The band right before us was a Journey tribute band. Whoa. <laughs> uh, <laughs> called Frontiers. And then the opening band, Rug. Rug. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so was Frontiers, like, I know cover bands will kind of do... Um, you know, they do a little, like, clever tip of the hat uh-huh. to the original band. Did Journey have a song called... I think it might frontier, be a record. Or is it, like, you go on a journey to go to a new Frontiers? <laughs> I like that. that. I hope that's what they're going for. <laughs> Let me see. But I think it is a Journey album. And supposedly, one of the guys in the band was in Journey at one point. No. Suppo- I don't know which guy it was. Whoa. and It was not in the band for very long. Frontiers was an album, okay. unf- unfortunately. And probably the one he played on. Yeah, yeah probably <laughs> so. <laughs> Frontiers was... Uh, there's also a song, Frontiers. 
Mm. Okay. Should, we a, should we get a quick taste? Yeah, oh, sure. Oh. Stupid fucking that. ads. <laughs> <laughs> I like them. When they give me the, the offer to skip, I never do. <laughs> I love being uh, marketed to. Well, then you're going to love Grandfathered. Coming to Fox <laughs> this fall, starring John Stamos. <laughs> oh, it's got a long intro here. Mm. By the way, the person, the YouTube account that posted this is Forever Steve Perry's channel. Oh, so okay, we know where their alliances are. <laughs> this is this is this is that's little what, payout. Let's that, skip ahead a little bit. Mm. Do you remember them playing this? Does the <laughs> band have that. to play the song that matches their namesake? It's got to be their opener, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, let's just get out of the way. You think this is 80s? Yeah. I'm trying to think if this song came out during the decade of the 80s. I can't quite tell. You can't tell. All right. We don't, we don't need to keep going with that. But, uh, uh, my favorite part about Frontiers was uh, they were very clearly using tracks. Oh, I'm not saying only, but right. there was definitely a lot of tracks they were playing along to. Uh-huh. And they made no effort to hide that. Oh, they did no. it. Yeah. No. Because there was a point when they played Any Way You Want It. When there's all those harmonies in the yeah. chorus. There was a point when the, the whole band like cut out and they were trying to get the audience to do it. Everybody sing! Any way you want it, that's the way you need so you hear the harmonies coming through the PA, but not a single guy in the band was at a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. My favorite thing when you go see one of those bands, and uh, I remember the the knack uh-huh. came to my town, and my town is like ten thousand people. It's like Northwest Iowa. It's very small, and so um, and I heard sometimes it burnt a little slower. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, so we would have bands come in, and it was always like. Uh, oh, well, Spinal Tap makes this uh, observation, but it would be like uh, five members, four of them are clearly in their mid-70s, and then the bassist will be like a young guy in his mid-20s just yeah. like jumping around. You're like, I wonder which person wasn't an original member. <laughs> totally. Not for sure. And then after you see them, you go see Terminator 3 in the theater, of course. That's what you do on your 4th of July. You, you go watch The Knack and then... Uh, Terminator 3 starring Chris Hardwick. That's right. <laughs> the lead actor was Chris Hardwick. <laughs> My favorite thing about Terminator 3 is, uh, the, I think the first spoken line in the movie is by Claire Danes, her looking at her phone, and it's not getting like a signal or something. And this was maybe 03, 04, uh-huh. so cell phones were still, yeah. you know. I, uh, I saw Terminator 3 in Minneapolis. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. maybe at the same time. Yeah. And uh, Claire Danes looks at her phone and she goes, ugh. I hate machines. Okay. It's like, okay, I get it. The movie's called Rise of the Machines. Uh-huh. But nobody in the history of like technology has ever called their phone a machine. machine. It's such no. a weird <laughs> stretch to be like, I hate, mm, what's the, but machines. <laughs> yeah. The closest they've ever, answering machine is the closest mm-hmm. we've ever gotten to yeah. calling an f- actual phone. Right. Machine. That's the closest association to a phone <laughs> yeah. we've had with machines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see the new Terminator? I didn't. I what didn't was it? Either. Genesis? Uh, yeah. I didn't know, ever know how to pronounce it because there was there a was Y the, and yeah. E and stuff. Yeah. Which I think probably screwed up a lot of kids who. Um, <laughs> 
for their spelling tests or something. Right. You know what I mean? They see like, I remember that happened to me once. Uh, I loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit growing uh-huh. up. And the teacher in a spelling test, we had to spell tune, uh-huh. T-U-N-E. And I spelled it T-O-O-N because right. all through Roger right. Rabbit's right. just like, oh, I hate tunes. <laughs> and I was like, I'm sure my teacher wasn't asking for the abbreviated version of cartoon. <laughs> she asked me to spell that. But <laughs> So you grew up in, uh, in, in uh, Minnesota? No, actually. You would just be performing that? I, uh, I kind of was brought in to that area ah. through the band. Uh-huh. Uh, I... I grew up in Michigan originally, then I mm-hmm. lived in Virginia for a long time, and I was living in Virginia, and I'll try and condense this as sure. much as I can. Uh, my old, old band, which we just did like a couple of very small tours, mm-hmm. we played a show in Pennsylvania with the very early old lineup of Emotion City. Oh, okay. And that was their first tour ever. And uh, fast forward a few months later, our band ended up breaking up, uh-huh. and... Uh, I eventually ended. They lost their drummer and stuff, and I ended up. Uh, I was just kind of wanting to yeah. get out there more, and so they're like, "Yeah, you want to come play for us?" And oh, I that's great. eventually said, "Yeah." And then a few months later, the bass player that was in my old band uh-huh. he joined, and that was kind of like the final puzzle piece yeah, to like get, yeah. get shit going yeah, for yeah. us. And uh, yeah, and so then you moved to Minneapolis, or were you kind of? I like- never really officially lived there. Mm-hmm. I basically did because, like, early days of tour, like you know, mm-hmm. fucking broke. You know, you're eating peanut butter sandwiches every day right 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 you're not making any money so i would like i would go me and the bass player would go and stay with we had some friends that had a house and they had like a a finished basement that had two bedrooms that were just available like no one was using them and they had no plans Ah, for it and they were like you guys can stay here if you want that's great I lived in a basement for in between two, you know, for like a week here and there. I feel like the Midwest is probably full of really great, nice finished basements. <laughs> like that was like always such a comfort. I think main, one because you know when it get really hot and you could go downstairs into somebody's like air conditioned basement, it was like the best thing in the world in the mm-hmm. summertime. But also like maybe just because the real estate was there, people would put in these like basements where that were just as majestic as the house itself you know what i mean uh but then also uh indoor pools i think those were really frequent and, uh, <laughs> yeah. we didn't we didn't have an indoor pool we also had no windows oh i don't mean in a house i just mean at a high school <laughs> okay I was, like, I was like what people are you hanging out with that have indoor pools? the uh indiana rockefellers uh <laughs> <is who> I <laughs> was. <laughs> yeah that uh it's weird that's one of those things that like it was pretty miserable really but at the same time i kind of look back on as you know one of the mm-hmm. things you look back yeah. on fondly but really if you were to go back and relive it you're like oh yeah this this kind of sucks yeah but, yeah because uh, there were no windows i remember it was so hard to wake up every day because it was oh, just like right. pitch black in yeah. your bedroom no yeah. matter what time it was yeah 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 and uh that was yeah it was it was a weird time just <laughs> gray and fucking so snowy and gross and yeah weird. yeah yep. i don't miss that weather no yeah me neither i mean i miss the uh the the land mm-hmm. and the people you yeah. know, they're all great. But, uh, yeah, in terms of, like, the weather, you know, like I said, I went to... Did I say this already? Yeah, I went to the University of Iowa, and it was, like... I remember one month where it was, like, uh, maybe the second week, first week of April, people were wearing shorts, and then, like, the snow came back, mm-hmm. like, the second week of April. 
and everybody's like back in their like winter coats. It was like that was the most depressing journey to, uh-huh. journey to have to take. Was uh-huh. like yeah, <laughs> to a snowy frontier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people cannot wait to break out the shorts there. Like it once it hits right. like fifty, I feel like yeah. people start throwing on the shorts. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's like it's time. When did you uh, When did you move away from Iowa? Then I moved in. Um, I it was 04, 2004 because I remember I moved from Iowa to LA because when I was driving um, out here, all I had was um, like uh, you'd get like only like AM radio stations around like Nevada and stuff. Uh-huh. So you're just driving through, and it was right around the time of the big um, John Kerry uh, Swift vote uh, controversy. The thing that happened where it was like somebody was like he didn't. His war hero stories aren't true. Okay. Uh, so that was like, so that would have been 04 because it was like, not to get too political here, Tony. Uh, <laughs> not the time or place, Paul. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember it was like during the big like election year when I moved out here because that's all I could listen to on the drive out here was just like, yeah, um, yeah, uh, conservative talk radio. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've been out here about 11 years. I think last week was my. Uh, I'd been out here for 11 years. Oh, happy yeah. anniversary. Thank you. I'm sorry, I Thank forgot you. to get a card. That's <laughs> all right. I, I noticed when I came up here, I was like, where's my card? That's there like, is a cake in the uh, fr- fridge. Do you keep cake <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, sure, sure, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, though, yeah, because usually, you know, um, the mayor of Los Angeles contacts everybody on the anniversary mm-hmm. that they've been here mm-hmm. and comes over to their house and gives yeah. the cake and puts it in their fridge. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you've been, uh, let's see, you've been, uh, you've been, busy lately i know you just uh were you do- shooting something for netflix mm-hmm. am i making that up what yeah are you doing? uh, uh no yes that? i am doing that not okay. yeah you are making that up okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're making this up uh no um i just got done like three four weeks ago we wrapped shooting on the first season of a show called uh love mm-hmm. that um my uh uh girlfriend soon to be wife Leslie Arfin and myself and um, Judd Apatow all created together and uh, it's going to be 10 episodes uh, that air I think maybe February or March next year and uh, we already um, we got a second season in the pipeline so we're going back in October to start writing the second season. Uh, thanks, thanks. Are yeah. you, did you? Are you just a writer on it? Or are you in it also? I'm acting in it too. Cool. It's it's a it's a show that's sort of like just a slow look at one relationship as it the two people meet and mm-hmm. then they get together. Um, so I I'm the 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 male side of the relationship that's such a technical way of referring to a relationship i'm the male side of the components so uh, you were typecast yes, yeah yeah they saw me they're like this guy could play a guy uh and then the uh i play a character gus and then the girl who um i fall for is named mickey and she's played by uh the very talented and wonderful gillian jacobs nice so uh gillian and i yeah out. We got to for the last like few months. We're shooting the show, and uh, I'm excited for people to see it. it yeah. Should be good. Yeah. Uh, and when is that starting? Uh, I think February or March of okay. next year. Yeah. Cool. Did you say that? You might have said that. I did say I'm, it, I'm Tony. Trying, I'm trying to not. I'm <laughs> no, trying to listen, but it's no, very hard. No, no. 
no, yeah, the uh, but that's not official. We're kind of just like waiting to right. to hear when the official yeah releases. But yeah, and it'll be uh, it'll be on Netflix. So it'll be one of those things where it all comes up out at once. All right. Ten. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, yes, I saw that. Uh, I've been watching Difficult People. On oh, Hulu. yeah, I haven't seen that yet. I've heard uh, great things. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But I, I thought, I feel like that's, I don't know if it's the first one, but I know they're not actually, they didn't put them all up at once. I just oh, feel like every show has yeah. been doing that, but they didn't do that with yeah. that show. And I didn't I know if that's something uh, they're testing out or what. Yeah, because I don't think that was Netflix, right? That's uh, Hulu, yeah. Yeah, so I think maybe the different streaming places are trying different things, throwing yeah. stuff at the wall to see what sticks. I, I mean, mixed it's, feelings on it. In one way, I sort of like that. The putting up separate? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a value to it that, like, um, you know, you see certain shows, like, because they come out, like, certainly, uh, I remember feeling this way with that first season of True Detective, mm-hmm. that because it was week to week, it did seem like it grew in popularity, because maybe it was just the nature of the show, too, that it's like a mystery, and you're speculating like yeah. where it's going and stuff yeah i feel like especially yeah for shows like that especially mm-hmm. i think the week to week thing is yeah like with like lost and stuff right. like yeah, that was the yeah. best part of lost was just yeah. like talking about it yeah when after this episode each week well for me with lost i um the summer before the last season was the sun i hadn't ever seen it so oh, really? that was an amazing summer where uh-huh. i just like watched all of lost and then in the last season was w- where I was like, oh, I get the experience of the like week to week speculation thing. And that was really fun. And I was like, oh man, I wish I had been around. I know for you, season you two it. for this sort of like speculation would have yeah. been really great. I know you yeah. got to do it on on the weakest season kind of. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, I yeah. don't, I don't dislike the the ending and all that as much as everybody else yeah, does. I'm not I, a I still, yeah. I still defend it. Yeah, me too. It, I've me never too. had more fun watching a show than I Definitely. had with that show. Like, no yeah. show has ever sucked me in that yeah, much. Yeah. So yeah, that I was... think that's a that's a really great attitude that I wish like more. I try to practice, and I wish more people did. Which is like the, you know, the Simpsons thing the, with the comic uh-huh. book store guys. Like, oh, so this thing that gave you lots of pleasure, you're going to get like angry at because it's not doing the thing. You know what I mean? It's I just know. like people, such a yeah, weird people are like, oh, attitude. That was a fucking waste of time. I'm like, you you watched it all, so clearly you liked yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, just because it didn't end Land, how, exactly how yeah, you wanted. But. Right. And even that, like, it annoys me because it's sort of like, um, I remember having a conversation once about that with like uh, The Graduate. Like that, the last like thirty minutes of the movie doesn't necessarily do what I like. Uh-huh. But I, I remember that was the first time where I had to kind of go like, maybe though the people who are making it are just like a little bit more sophisticated than me, a sixty-year-old who's watching The Graduate for the first time. And so like I, you know, and maybe they're not, and maybe I'm right. Maybe the last thirty minutes of The Graduate sucks or something. But like. I, it, it is like one of those things that my first approach when I don't like something is, oh, I'm going to assume that the person who made this thought about this more than me, and so I have to come around more to like what they're trying to do rather than just have like my first response be like, this isn't good, and this person yeah. did a bad thing. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like Lost was just like... De- it, it, what, people would have been pissed no matter what. Because right. I feel like, they didn't answer this, they didn't answer yeah. this. I'm like... Yeah, but think about some of the things they did answer, because yeah. when they did answer, you're just like, oh, okay. Oh, it's, yeah. For know. me, it was like, I wanted more things unanswered, if anything. Yeah, because like, that, like, that was half the fun of the show. Yeah, was, that's like the whole beauty of the show, yeah. is just like the, the sort of unanswered things. And like, uh, 
and you know you could take it as a compliment which is sort of like them saying like hey we think you the audience probably would your answers are going to be more satisfying than the ones we could give you so we'll let you have those and you know yeah but also god what a boring episode of tv that would have been if they would have just gone down the checklist <laughs> right. of like explaining you know all of the prequels or something like <laughs> why something is the way it is you know but uh the uh well you brought up prequels are you trying to talk star wars again? Uh, are you trying to talk, talk some star wars right I now because so. i have some music are if they so. really gonna talk about star wars again <laughs> it happens every time that tony talks to his friends i'd rather hear them talk about something else instead i guess they're really gonna talk about star wars again i should have played that earlier probably <laughs> no i love it <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> the uh, Nick, uh, do you know Nick Weiger? I think he I was know on who the, he is. I don't yeah, know him though. He's a really funny guy, and I remember once we were at a party, and then people just started getting into the why the prequels suck conversation, uh-huh. and he was like, "I have talked more about why the prequels are bad than anything else I've ever talked about," and in the spirit of what we were just talking about, like focusing on the things that make you upset more than the things you like, yeah, like. I've put, talked more about the things that annoy me about that than, like, just sitting in a conversation just like, let's just talk about what we love about, like, The Empire Strikes Back, right? <laughs> like, why do we have to go negative? <laughs> I, do you, even admitting that they're not good, mm-hmm. will you still watch them if, if, it's, if it's on or something? Will you watch it? Oh, yeah, of yeah. course. It's still, I, like, people with stars behind them holding <laughs> laser swords, right? <laughs> like... I still like that. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I think I will. I will still. And don't get me wrong. There's plenty of terrible things about yeah. them, but yeah, I think with the exception of like a couple moments of Attack of the Clones, that's the only one that I kind of yeah. won't. That I just am like, Ugh. yeah, but yeah. The, the other two, I'm like, hey, I'll yeah, watch. I'll watch them. And uh, I I recently watched. Uh, I think I when they came out on iTunes, I got yeah. them and I was watching them just here and there. And uh, the only thing that I remember thinking, oh, the problem that I have with this watching it is just, like, um, the lack of, like, um, uh, inventive, uh, I don't know how to say this, but, like, camera moves or camera positions. It's just, Uh like, every scene is always sort of, like, the one shot on the two people talking, and then Mm -hmm. they'll go back and forth over their shoulders, and then the scene's over, and it's just like, oh, then that just, like, starts getting, like, a little rote, you know, and so there's times where, like, that that scene where um, Palpatine, like, is talking to Anakin in episode three, where they're at that, like, show. Oh, yeah, the weird space opera. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, um, that would be great if they were watching it, like episode four. <laughs> like they're like, let's watch a space opera. There's a lot about this new hope, uh, <laughs> and then it's like, what? What happens? How's this go? Uh, but um, I remember watching that scene. And I'm like, I like what they're saying. I like all the performances. The uh-huh. scene's really great, but it's just like it looked. I'm just like it felt like it was being like shot like a not to get too film school here but like uh, i was just like oh it just looks it's shot like a tv show or yeah. something you know but. which i think might be interesting with with the new one 
Yeah. Because even from the trailer, there's lots of like like quick zooms yeah. and like, shaky camera stuff, and, yeah, which yeah, I yeah. feel like we never really have had before. I know, yeah, and I'm not, yeah, I don't want it to be all MTV'd out or something, yeah. but even like in like, yeah, New Hope or even, you know, Jedi and stuff, there's some sort of motion. Uh-huh. I, you know, rewatching all the Star Wars movies, that's like what I was like realized, like, oh, I feel like that's like the thing that like when Star Wars is really great, it's this like feeling of um, like speed, like the movie speed. Yeah. 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 When I'm watching similar. it, I'm yes. like, oh, that guy looks like Dennis Hopper in speed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like whether it's like the when they go into uh, warp speed uh-huh. or the uh, uh, the chase on endor like when you just have like or the the pod racing scene in episode one like those are always my favorite moments like when you're sitting there and you actually have the sensation of like going fast i'm like that's awesome that's like the best thing about Star Wars. yeah <laughs> yeah i the the pod race scene is one of those it's like one of the cooler parts of that movie yet it's one of my least favorite things about the movie at the same time yeah because i remember do you do you remember how old uh how old were you when it came out do you remember i was uh because okay. it was it was my senior year of uh no my junior year of high school okay so i'm a, I'm a little bit older uh-huh. than you uh do you wait so when you saw it did you did you deny for a while or were you like after first viewing like oh i don't know uh, no because well what was your experience were you i denied it yeah, I, yeah. and i still saw it like three times uh-huh. I think, in the theater yeah but i definitely had a couple of moments uh mm-hmm. where i kind of like and the Padre scene is actually when the the reveal of the two headed announcers. Mm-hmm. That's when I kind of like sunk in my seat a little bit and like just felt this like feeling in my stomach. Yeah. I was like, oh, what is this? What? Because it felt like too like kids movie. Yeah, it's just so yeah. cheesy. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I know Star Wars can be plenty cheesy at times, but like no, uh, that no. just felt like a new level of cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Even beyond, like I actually like hated that moment more than I was hating Jar Jar at that point, and I was mm. not enjoying Jar Jar. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but it's like the Chewbacca Tarzan yell from Jedi, right, where you're just like, right. I don't know why, but this makes me feel uh-huh. weird feelings. Yeah. Uh, no, my experience was like. I I grew up watching Star Wars, but not so much. I more so. I think I just like the toys. Mm-hmm. And then when I got out of college and moved to LA, is when I really started like getting into the movies themselves. Okay, and so because I was much more growing up. Um, uh, in Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, kid. Uh-huh. Those were like my trilogies that I got really into. And so when I went to Episode One. My, this is going to be heresy, uh, heresy, but a lot of times when I would watch the original trilogy, I would always have a moment where I kind of go, I'm a little bored right now. Mm -hmm. I know, that's crazy. But I, so when I went to episode one and it wasn't like bowling me over, Uh I wasn't like, I'm not getting the high that I get from watching these movies. I was just like, oh, okay, I'm watching a Star Wars movie. And then... Now I can watch them and be like, whoa, there's a marked difference in sort of quality between yeah. these two things. But um, at the time, there wasn't even an option to be in denial or not. Because I was okay. just kind of like, oh, I went and saw a Star Wars movie. you know. Uh-huh. But I did see it. Um, I worked at a movie theater. And we watched it on midnight the night before it came out. I remember mm-hmm. the theater owner brought us in and we got to watch it and stuff. So that was cool. Nice. But, uh I do remember during the pod racing thing, having one moment where I'm like, 
this is long. <laughs> this is going on for a while. <laughs> and a dumb pet peeve that I have with that part too is that they have the uh, the like stands where all the all the fans are watching. Uh huh. But like they they can only see like one little part of the race. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Why would you go to see like something go by for five? I'm going to pay two hundred <laughs> space bucks to go see a uh, you know two percent of this race as it goes by. Yeah, and then the rest. I forget. Do they have like big screens up that you can be watching it? No, I'm not sure. Yeah, somebody was probably live tweeting it. Old <laughs> <laughs> space tweets. Yeah, yeah, space uh-huh. tweets. <laughs> uh, I want to. We're gonna we're gonna talk some Christmas in a second. Sure, but uh, I want I wanted to go back to to band stuff for a yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was your your college band? Say the name again. I forgot. Uh, my business failed in three weeks. Yes. MBF3W. Okay. <laughs> was that was that your first band or did you have bands before that? No, I had uh, bands before that in All high right, school. First band name. Okay. Uh Suzanne. S U Z A N N E. Was that was that after the Weezer song? Mm-hmm. I really fig- cool. I figured you out quickly. Really cool. Yeah, you do. You got it. Uh and of course the our logo was like the center A had like bottom wings on it so it looked very much like a weezer logo and uh we didn't like do covers or anything so i don't know why oh that reminded me by the way when we were talking about cleverly titled cover band names that like reference the band that you know uh my friends they would have these really fun uh shows where they play weezer songs in the like a big just you invite 100 people over and this band plays weezer songs and then uh but their name for their Weezer cover band was um, Weezer. <laughs> Did they spell it differently? No. They just were like, hey, we're Weezer. Uh, but yeah, it was sort of like, um, spelled differently than the Weezer song, but it was like a, if you get the reference, you're in the club sort of thing. But we had some really great songs uh just like ones where like sixteen year olds are being really self important and serious. Uh, so I remember uh we wrote a song called uh I played bass and sang and it was like um we had a song called Beauty Pageant that tackled bulimia. <laughs> I'm so I don't mean to laugh at your artistry I'm No, sorry. of course. I mean you can uh, I I just something else popped into my head. Yeah. I was thinking about this bulimic girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good, good, good. As long as you weren't laughing at our serious song. And then, uh, God, we had... um, uh, So, yeah, that was the band I was in for like two or three years. And then, uh, like in typical, uh, I guess, high school arrogance, I had a side project, too, (laughs) (laughs) called Wuss. And uh, that was like me and the drummer. We had our own little bass and drums thing that we played. Okay. And then just so, two just two guys? Mm-hmm. 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 Ballsy. Yeah, and probably the two least musically talented guys of that band. <laughs> so like perfect. why were we going off on our own? <laughs> and then so those were the two high school bands. And then in college, my freshman year I was in a band called the Subordinates. <laughs> Not my name. 
like they asked me to join their band and they already had the name set up uh-huh. and then after that was my business failed in three weeks Okay. So those were like the four, and then I had a band out here in LA called Don't Stop or We'll Die. Yes, which and, is, is really fun. I, oh, I like a lot of thanks. That stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they, um, those were, and I, I realized they're all pretty wordy names. Outside of Suzanne, we were yeah pretty uh, verbose. Do you know there is currently a band? I can't tell you anything about them other than their name, but there is a band currently called. Shit, let me think for a second. I don't want to. I can't screw this up. I don't want to upset the <laughs> It is, I believe it's, the world is a beautiful place and I'm no longer afraid to die. Wow. <laughs> they and really went for it. What style of music is it? Is I, it? Paul, I told you I can't tell you anything else about them. <laughs> I just know that they exist. I'm sure they're anthemic. Yeah. I thought they I, write some real anthems. I think, you know, I think they're, you know, in that uh, probably like... You know, I don't know. I feel like all those terms are interchangeable now. Mm-hmm. Like indie rock, emo, right, pop punk, or the, yeah. somewhere in yeah. that vein. I was I just think. thinking, like last week, how funny of a title that everyone was using uh, with alternative. It's such <laughs> a funny thing to be like. When somebody would be like, "What what kind of music do you like?" Mm, alternative. <laughs> Like, an alternative to what? Because when you turn on the radio... Yeah, exactly. Seven Mary Threes on the radio a lot, so I don't know what alternative... You gotta hear that cumbersome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I remember, because in, like, the late... Like, mid-late 90s, too, anything that was rock, j- that wasn't a band that was already had been around for a long mm-hmm. time, just beat was an alternative yeah band. even because, though they might sound like aerosmith yeah yeah because yeah, yeah. i literally can remember going into like the uh what camelot music or something uh-huh. back in the day <laughs> when i was in high school and walking in and seeing like hootie and the blowfish in the alternative <laughs> yes. section yes well i was part of the bmi music club where they oh, would yeah. send you the cds uh-huh. and i remember hootie and the blowfish would be in the alternative section and i would like bristle like <laughs> they don't belong there <laughs> Next to a belly, you know, or whatever. <laughs> Those guys got together and said, yeah, let's call our band Hootie and the Blowfish. And they were all like, cool. Yeah, let's do Do you it. think that was what, like a compromise thing where like somebody just wanted the band to be called Hootie and they were like, and, the, and then the Blowfish and like, guys, come on, let's put these together. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> In a way, I hope. <laughs> hey, everybody. Tony Faxton here from Felice Navi Pod. I'm here to tell you about Downright.com. Are you familiar with it? You should be. It's a great website where you can go and you can buy a custom-written song for you, whatever you want it to be. Artists like me are on there. Guys like Chris Farron are on there. So go buy a song. D-O-W-N-W-R-I-T-E dot com. And here's my promise. If you buy a song from me on downright.com, I promise it'll be way better than this. Uh, well, let's uh, let's let's talk a little Christmas here. Okay, that's what we, we do. Beautiful. We, we sort of do that here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you grew up in Iowa. Yes. So you had the the miserable snowy winter. Although it is your, when you're a kid, it's not really miserable. Yeah. You just kind of enjoy the snow. I, I remember once uh, our Halloween got canceled because there was a, a, <laughs> they a blizzard. Canceled Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, "It's snowing too hard, kids. Obviously, you can't go out into this weather. We're going to postpone." 
not cancel, I guess, postpone Halloween until Saturday when there's no school. And so it was a really, if you had looked at an image of it, it would have been like the most surreal thing, which was like our whole town covered in snow and then in broad daylight on a Saturday afternoon, people walking around in whatever costumes they got that year. But you can't even see the costumes because it's so cold because everybody's wearing their like winter jackets and stocking caps. So you just like yeah. see bits and pieces <laughs> of like a Batman sticking out. Right. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> That's like my I, when you go to like any sort of like Comic Con or any mm-hmm. nerd convention like that. I always love the uh, like the people that have the really elaborate costume. But then they still have to wear their glasses. Yeah. <laughs> glasses are the great costume ruiner. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't remember uh, Gizmo wearing glasses, but okay. I would love to see that. Though. I would love a Gizmo uh, costume. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas, yeah. huh? one of the great yeah. Christmas movies. Uh-huh. That's one of the great... Uh, I, I, I'm always into the Christmas movies that aren't really Christmas movies. Yeah. Like, like that the, and Die Hard. Yeah, and of Trading course. Places and... Yeah. 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 Totally, I love those. And then, uh, uh, you know, a really great double feature that my friends and I have done uh, for a few years at Christmas time is to watch um, It's a Wonderful Life and then Gremlins. Those are like a really great two movies to watch together because uh-huh. it's like you get, uh, you know, the salty and the sweet, but you're, <laughs> you're, it's also like you kind of see like the town from It's a Wonderful Life, like it gets set you're watching it you like it and then in the next movie it's like gets destroyed it's uh-huh. like a perfect sort of combination of the two movies but uh i uh, shouldn't i should not i think i've said this before still i've never seen uh gremlins <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that that's like a worse crime amongst nerd <laughs> right. circles to not yeah. have seen uh gremlins but you yeah, haven't yeah. seen it's a wonderful life no oh, i haven't I, seen that or uh miracle on 34th street i haven't seen miracle on 34th street oh but particularly street with felice navi pod yeah that, like to not it's have like, seen one of the great I people see. are very people people bring those up and they're yeah. like and they can't believe it and well it's a wonderful life is great it's like one of my favorite movies it's uh-huh. so good and the way you receive it in popular culture is that it's like a a lame movie or overly sentimental but it's like really dark and mm-hmm. um it's the only one of the few movies where like the lesson is sort of like the the takeaway or whatever is like oh, it's okay if, like, life is hard. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, most movies are kind of like, it's not that hard. But, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. lesson, like, you take away from it is like that. And it's like, oh, it's so nice to have a movie actually say that as opposed mm-hmm. to, like, trying to, like, whatever. Sorry, yeah. not to get too... Is political the right word? <laughs> <laughs> Again with the politics. Politics and bulimia is all you want to talk about. I'm just about. saying, if you watch it, you'll like it, Tony. It's not going to be like one of those movies where like, oh, it's homework, watching an old movie that yeah. people tell me I should see. You know? Right. But, it actually but, holds up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fair enough. That's great. A side note, should we start a band called Politics and Bulimia? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <Okay>. Yes. Done. <laughs> um, we'll just play beauty pageant on a loop. <laughs> I think for a second I thought he said we'll play beauty pageants. Oh, <laughs> Those that really too? shows we have. Yeah. Get the word out where it needs to go out. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, well, the was was uh, I always start to say this, and I'm like, oh. that's a stupid question. What? I, I was just gonna say Christmas. You know, pretty much a big deal when you're a kid growing yeah, up. Uh, yeah. But do you do you have any uh, like particular Christmases that stand out or anything to you? Yeah. Well, it's funny because I don't know if anybody listening to this um, knows 
what I look like or anything, but everybody <laughs> just assumes I'm Jewish. Yeah, so, I wasn't. I wasn't sure. I'm yeah. gonna be honest. So but I just throw that question out. Yeah. Well, so it's so funny because I feel like late. You know, in the, since I moved out to L.A., you know, in Iowa, there are Jewish people live there, but in my town, it was just like you know, it's all German Catholic or German Protestant. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's funny. Living out in LA, I can tell people won't ask me about Christmas or make references to it because I think they think I'm, they're like, "Oh, this guy's not going to know what I'm talking about." Uh, but um, oh, I am straight up Catholic, man. Yeah. So yeah, Christmas was a beautiful time. I loved it. It was great. It was. I have so many. Uh, yes, very fond memories uh, around Christmas and the. Uh, what was great, you know, was the um, uh, the nativity calendar with the little chocolates uh-huh. that you could had the, the perforated advent calendar the advent yes. calendar yes that had the like the little perforated mm-hmm. thing that you could pop in with your finger and pull a chocolate out yeah that was like the best to slowly see the the advent calendar get like smaller and smaller and get closer to closer to christmas and then also the the uh, construction paper rings like that did you guys ever do that where you I think like, I know what you're talking about and you tear off a ring each time so it would oh. be like you didn't know you'd that. maybe do like twenty five paper rings, uh, like you'd loop them together like a chain, and then you'd tear them off, and so you'd slowly see like the chain get smaller and smaller, and then by like Christmas time, you just had like two little loops, and you tear it, and you're like, hey, time hey, to open presents. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that one. I feel like I can picture the little like. Like as a decoration, but I yeah. didn't know you like tore them off. Yeah, as, as maybe that was just my own weird. <laughs> They're like, there's not 25 of these balls. There's 40. <laughs> You're not going to match up. Uh, uh, do you have like a, a? Is there like a particular Christmas that stands out to you? Like hmm. where you got something especially cool, or just something cool happened? We'll fire up that Star Wars jingle again. <laughs> uh, I really lucked out where I was getting into Christmas at the exact same time that they were. Um, discounting Star Wars toys because it was like, must have been like, let's say, 86. So... Yeah, I think like 85 or 86 is when they put that like a very last line yes, out. Yeah. yeah. And so this would have been like a year after that, after uh, that last line had come out and they were kind of like, we know this is done. Let's just get these toys out of the store. So uh, I think my mom saw a deal. And so she just like, that morning when I came down, and it was really heavy on... Return of the Jedi mm-hmm. toys, because that was just the time. But um, that was an awesome Christmas, because it was like I had gotten all these like discounted Star Wars toys. So yeah. I had the uh, you know the Ewok Village, and oh, yeah. then the like... Uh, what's... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just because have you seen... You know that they like... How I've become sort of fascinated with this lately. I've been seeing things online about how like... Uh, they would repurpose. Oh, all yeah. the, like, And like, that became like a Robin Hood yeah. toy eventually. I remember when the Robin Hood toys came out and I saw a commercial for it. I'm like, that's the Ewok film. That's so <laughs> weird that they're just like reusing that. And then I heard the, I just found this out in the last year that the Friar Tuck was a Gamorrean guard, yeah, like repurposed. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you lifted up his like little tunic, his uh, Friar Tuck tunic, you would see like the shaggy, hairy uh-huh. Morian guard thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Uh, I have to assume it's that they had the molds made, and they just didn't want to remake the molds. Right. It's not like they literally were like just grabbing the old Star Wars right, toys right, right. and adding something to it, right? But, I, I would assume, yeah, because yeah. yeah, there were some differences. I think, you know, right? Clearly, yeah. but. That would have been funny if they just uh, repainted like a C three PO to be Kevin Costner as <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> 
Like, I don't remember Robin Hood having detachable <laughs> limbs. <laughs> oh, the, the detachable limb 3PO. That was, that was awesome. I got that, that in the... Black plastic net. Yeah. yeah. I got that in the, um, the mail. That was like one of those... Oh, it was uh, one of the send-off ones. Yeah, if you put in proofs of purchase. I remember, thing. yeah, I remember doing that for uh, Nine Nun. Yeah? And uh, the Emperor. Oh, which, and yeah. I think yeah. that you could eventually were able to buy that, but you could get them early, I think, if you did that. Oh, that's smart. That's my, good. My mom was real good about that. Stuff. I know, my mom, too. It's so <laughs> nice that there was a generation uh, with moms who were just like, I will put little scraps of cardboard into an envelope <laughs> to get a toy for my son. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's very thoughtful. Do they wonder if they still do that. I gotta assume no. Yeah, it's weird because, like, there were a lot of, I feel like, opportunities for ancillary toys when we were, like, whether it was, like, in a cereal box or Happy Meal or send-in stuff. There was just a lot more opportunities to get, like, free toys or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but did they still do Happy Meal toys? Did they, they do, do yeah. but I think it's always like just like little plastic things. Yeah. Which I mean, it kind of always was, but I feel like it's exclusively like they don't do like glasses anymore. Right? Like, yeah. Like the, the oh yeah, sure. Like, yeah. I have the um, the glasses of the um, uh, the uh, the uh, <laughs> uh, the pit the in the sarlacc pit? yeah 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 i have a like a sarlacc pit glass and like, it, it, I, have, I have one of those oh really it's yeah. good yeah yeah um but i feel like all of those people they're always they broke all the time you'd go over to somebody's house and like we had an et glass i know and, and i've then, yeah i've been using them still as you as you can see and i i keep saying i need to stop using these i need to just oh. like put them somewhere safe and, oh uh, stop using them yeah. so you don't so yeah because I, I have i have broken some yeah it's a, it's a heartbreaker it is yeah yeah i like this though it's a nice little glass thank you i've always it's wanted mine, to drink <laughs> <laughs> uh well let's uh let's do something here we do a little segment okay sometimes where you uh it's okay if he gets some answers wrong. We're just here to learn. <laughs> but this is uh, this is the Christmas quiz. All right. And it has a theme song, but its theme song also has a theme song. And now the theme song. We're gonna find out how smart you is when you take the Christmas quiz. All right. Love it. Thank you. Um, and quiz is spelled with a, an X, right? It's like Xmas. Ooh. X is. My, uh, my friend had a really great tape called Cool Yule <laughs> that was like reggae Jamaican versions of Christmas songs. I need to look this up because we sometimes do a thing called Terrible Christmas Songs where we oh. play awful Christmas songs. Well, that sounds perfect for this. It was strangely Christian themed. Okay. <laughs> you know, so it's like a reggae version of Christmas songs that is Christian themed. And I remember. They had, like, a Rastafarian guy who would come in between the songs. It was for kids, you know? Uh. So, like, between the songs, he would come in and talk. And I remember he was like, And remember, kids, Christmas is not spelled with an X! Because <laughs> I guess they want to make sure Christ stays at Christmas. <laughs> wow. Cool Yule, Cool. Huh? Cool Yule. It sounds yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, since you are a... Uh, a fellow Star Wars nerd, mm. I uh, this is our, h- how familiar are you with the infamous holiday special? I have enough 
Okay. Yeah. All right. I've watched these, it once. We'll see. Which is I'm, yeah. I'll get one. Which of is these. a rough watch. If I get one of these uh, questions right, it'll be amazing. So okay. We'll I, th- I think uh, I think you can. I think you'll do all right. Okay. Here. Okay. All right. Uh, this is the only one. This is this one does not have multiple uh, multiple choice here. But I just want you to oh, okay. see if you can mm-hmm. name the members of Chewbacca's family. Oh my God, Lumpy. Mm-hmm. There's two more. Fuck, man. My my friend Neil like references the family so much. Yeah, Lumpy's the son. Lumpy, there's Chewy. Mm-hmm. God, <laughs> like not crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was crunchy. I think they're going to introduce crunchy. Yeah, in, uh, <laughs> man, I don't know. Lumpy's the only one I got. You don't remember Grandpa's name? Uh-uh. Itchy. Itchy. That's right. Yes. And then the wife is Mala. Which right. kind of yeah. just like come, come on, on guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got you got one. The typical yeah. Star Wars female exclusion <laughs> that they were like, yeah, and uh, Mala. Yeah. yeah, but aren't the other ones like Chewy, Lumpy? Nope, no, no, no. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> yeah, they are definitely making a uh, a, a strong effort to I like put it. more females. It's in there good. Now. I think yeah. they should yeah, between yeah. the cartoons and the uh, and the st- what we're what we know about the yeah. movie. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, all right, uh, second question. What was the holiday called in the holiday special? Life Day. Yeah, I didn't even have to read you multiple choice. I figured you could do that. Uh, and just in case you wondered, Life Day was a Wookiee holiday celebrated by the inhabitants of Kashyyyk every three years. It was a celebration of the planet's diverse ecosystem and the many forms of life it encompassed. Every three years? Yeah, every three years. God, that would be such a bummer as a kid. They're like, man, I really wanted this uh, toy, but I gotta wait two and a half years. Maybe, uh, we don't know what the actual year cycle is on uh, Kashyyyk. Maybe it's... it's, It could be based on our every three years, but it's really in their time every day. (laughs) (laughs) So now I know it was a struggle for Chewie to get home. <laughs> uh, it was also a time to remember family members who had died and the young ones who continued to bring new life to a family. Aww. Life Day was a sacred holiday, and many Wookiees considered it their duty to return to Kashyyyk in order to celebrate it. Mm, that's nice. Isn't that beautiful? It's, uh, it's interesting, too, that they said young ones and not young leans, yes. which is the preferred <laughs> term, I think. <laughs> Uh, all right, that was that was. See, Good. You're, okay. you're doing all right. All okay. right, so which all right, which of the following celebrities did not appear in the okay. holiday special? Okay. I apologize for weird dog noises. I love it. It's very uh, Star Warsian. <laughs> it is. Yeah, <laughs> very, it's, yeah he is very Wookie sounding. Uh, all right, so which did not appear in the holiday special? Is it A. Jefferson Starship, B. Carol Burnett, or C. B. Arthur? Carol Burnett. Boom. Yeah. Yep, yep. You're on fire now. <sighs> B. Arthur, what was her character's name? She kind of plays like a, I can't a salty remember what space morm. <laughs> She's in the cantina, though. Uh-huh. And yeah. she sings a song with the aliens. Oh, <laughs> sure it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. And I remember there's a, there's a point when she... Because uh, her voice is the, as pure as an angel's, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just one more round, friend. Then a homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And that's There's a moment, I'm sorry. Because yeah. the, they, the they use a lot of the, 
the aliens from the cantina from the movie. Uh, but then uh, there's it, which first of all the lighting is like way different and the masks look so terrible. Oh, that's like, so funny. It, the yeah, lighting yeah. made all the difference in Such that scene. Such a study in sort of how to pull something <laughs> off or not. Yeah. yeah. And, but then there's a point where there's like other things that they throw in that weren't in the movie. So there's a point when it, I, I believe it's just her and this like giant rat on screen together and she's like singing to the big rat. <laughs> uh, I wish they would have put a giant rat in the original canteen. See, that would have been good. <laughs> I'm trying to see if I can find what her name was in the... Uh, holiday special do you think at the um cantina they were like it's the one uh restaurant and bar where you uh like to hear the name rat yelled out <laughs> never mind whatever <laughs> somebody's like rat and they're like yeah he's a regular <laughs> it's not a health code problem right i got you i i, I wasn't following there for i re-articulated it okay that, all right uh, gotcha uh, her name was Akmina, by the way. Ah. She was a gruff bartender, mm-hmm. according to Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, so here we go. Two more, two more. Okay, great. Uh, and this is another easy one. I feel like this is not going to even need the multiple choice. Okay, let's see. Which Star Wars character was introduced in the holiday special? Oh, Bubba Fett. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That cartoon's pretty rad. It is. That's yeah. like the one redeeming quality. I know it's what everybody yeah. says, but yeah. it really is kind of the yeah. one redeeming quality. It's good. And they put that on the uh, the Blu-ray when it came out a couple years ago of the when they put the all the movies on Blu-ray. Oh, they put that cartoon on there, right? Really? Yeah, just the cartoon. Oh, like they so left everything. A, they, they ignore everything funny. else, but yeah, the cartoons. on So there. I guess that's like what that's considered one of the few officially released, or the only officially released yeah. thing from the holiday. Special. I guess so. Uh-huh. What it, I don't. I hope that because you know they're like ignoring all the a lot of the books and comics. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I really hope they start throwing in element. Like maybe we'll see more of Chewie's yeah. Gunland. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh man! I, what if that's the turn it takes? Everybody's like, "Oh no, this isn't what we." My want friend uh, Neil Campbell was really hoping that, um, and I was hoping after he brought this up, I was like, "There's no way uh, that they can't not do this," which is that Chewie would have uh, white fur, like white hair. I know. I was thinking I was like, the that would have been really cool. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, yeah, if he made it to 200 already, and he wasn't, <laughs> yeah. wasn't yeah. Yeah. I guess another yeah. 30 years probably isn't going to... Uh, yeah, he was using some sort of just-for-men thing mm-hmm. this whole time. Just-for-wookies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, one more, and this one, this is, this is a hard one. Okay, okay. Uh, Steve Binder, or Binder, whatever it is, mm-hmm. was the director of the holiday special. Mm. Uh, and he's directed something else that's pretty famous. Uh, which of the following did he also direct? Hmm. Was it Elvis's 68 comeback special, Logan's Run, or Led Zeppelin's Song Remains the Same? Wow. I, I literally learned this today. So Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm going to say, what was the first one? The Elvis 68 Yeah, let's go comeback. with that. Nice guess. So it was? It was. Hey, yeah. all right. You guys got quite a resume. That's impressive. That's cool. Man, To uh, those are like two huge cultural phenomena. For, yeah, uh, for very different reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, you, you, did, uh, you did damn well. Okay. And that was the Christmas quiz. We just found out how smart she was because you took the Christmas quiz. <laughs> um, well, Paul, thank you so much for coming Tony, by. Tony, thank this you for having me. This was a delight. Me. I had uh, a great time. I've been a fan of yours for a while, so it's nice to actually get some get some time in with you. Yeah, this was, yeah. This was, this was very You're nice. a cool dude, Tony. Oh, like stop. It, Let's talk about it for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually, 
I don't I don't know if I can cut this out even if if Oh uh, sure. Uh I can you talk at all about the Pee Wee movie? Yeah. Because I, I, I would be really mad at myself if I did not bring no, that up before, I'd be happy I, before to. I kick you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh yeah. So uh we're um here's a real scoop. Ooh. Exclu- uh, is this an exclusive? Yeah, yeah. It's a real exclusive. We're getting uh it's it's getting wrapped, uh not wrapped, it's getting locked. The picture's getting locked today. Oh wow. On this very day. So uh nice. that means we are uh, recording this on August twenty eighth. Yes. One day after uh Paul Rubens' birthday. I oh, went really? to uh a birthday dinner with him last night. We went out and got wow. to see him and that was awesome and so you You went to dinner with Paul Rubens last night yeah. and now you're at my <laughs> Well, you know what was really awesome too? Like we've just been um we do um there's a, always kind of a uh, part of the process in like post production uh, called ADR, where uh-huh. they go and they loop extra lines where you're like, oh, maybe on the back of this person's head we could put in an extra joke or just some, if the scene needs to be clarified, we'll put in, you know, something. So we'd been writing those over the last like three weeks. And uh, I was over at his house and the phone rang and he let the machine get it. And then it started up and he was like, oh, that's, that's amazing, Larry. Like, oh my God, <laughs> Amazing Larry is just like calls into That's his house. Great. Yeah, yeah. But no, we've been working on it since, uh, I think maybe 2010. So it's been yeah, like I remember hearing five, about it for quite a while. Five years. So t- the fact that today is the day where we're like locking the picture and after the picture gets locked, you can't make any more changes. Mm-hmm. That's it. So it's kind of a big day uh, for, nice. for, yeah, for the movie. But uh the uh, the director is um, this guy John Lee, who is a really amazing director, and I'm like so glad uh, he, he ended up doing the movie because uh, he he was a co-creator of Wonder Chosen, uh-huh. and uh, he did uh, Xavier, and but also just directs different episodes of TV like Broad City and nice. Amy Schumer Show and. Uh, it's uh he's really really talented but he's also just like first and foremost like an art artist guy you know just like yeah. somebody who's like uh likes weird shit and so it's really nice that we the director is somebody who's like um as uh creatively inspired uh by different forms of art as like Paul Rubens is so yeah. like the three of us as a trio working together it was a really great thing yeah yeah that's uh but yeah i think the movie's coming out in march 2016 that's called uh peewee's big holiday and uh i know when i first heard that i was like it's not it's not a christmas movie i I got excited i mean i'm still excited don't get me wrong i know i uh after the title came out that had never occurred to us Uh uh-huh that that could possibly be <laughs> perceived as a Christmas thing. And then when the title was announced, everybody was like, is this a Christmas movie? I was uh-huh. like, oh, why didn't I ever think of that? Yeah. But, is it kind of more like vacation, basically? Yeah, okay. yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's um, the holiday is kind of from, uh, uh, not to be too pretentious or whatever, but there, there's a, a, this guy, um, Jacques Tati, he was like this French filmmaker in the, the 50s and 60s. He um, had a character, uh, Monsieur Hulot, and there's a movie, uh, Monsieur Hulot's Holiday. And so Paul and I were really big uh, fans of Jacques Tati, and so it was kind of like we like just always liked that title, uh-huh. Blake Blank's Holiday, and so we just used that. But nice. So that's where it came from. But now okay. we realize, like, oh, um, 
holiday in the French way is not right, the same right, as right. holiday as uh, I yeah. Think, I think the fact that it's coming out in March, people will put it together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were two months late for this. <laughs> uh, and that's also Netflix, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mr. Netflix. Yeah. Because yeah. you worked on Arrested Development, yeah, too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, yeah, we were uh, just... Uh, I was just thinking about that, about how, like... Um, well, they're awesome because they're all doing, like... Um, they're really Netflix is all about like letting the creators and writers and just the artists thing, just right? do their thing. Yeah, which so, is, I've heard a lot of people say that. That's yeah, really great. And that that's been my experience with all three things. You know, with the rest yeah. of development, it was just like so amazing to see the support that they were getting, and that's like I love the latest season of um, or the the series of What Hot American Summer. I thought that was like amazing. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> Paul Rudd's first entrance in that first episode oh, yeah. is one of my favorite television moments so of all time. So <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah. It reminded me of um, Steve Martin has a really great entrance in Little Shop of Horrors where his motorcycle... Uh, oh, it's not his entrance, but it, it, he has an in-entrance where he just comes down from the skies on his motorcycle and right. lands perfectly <laughs> on the ground. Uh, but uh, yeah, like when I was watching that, I was thinking too, like, this is so awesome that this movie um when it originally came out was only like in 30 theaters mm-hmm. and sort of like was slept on yeah unfairly didn't do well at all yeah. yeah and now it comes back around and it's like not just oh america that gets to see it it's like the whole globe gets to see this and that's yeah. like such i mean if anything deserves it more than anything it's stuff like wet hot or arrest development or yeah. peewee it's just like really great that they're making sure stuff that always deserved the audience is getting the audience, you know? So mm-hmm. it's really cool. Yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, you are, you are doing some cool shit, man. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'm very yeah, excited yeah. about yeah. Well, I hope you like up. it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of it. And I feel like it's a, it's a, uh, an authentic peewee movie. Um, but I felt like, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what people's reactions are. But I did feel like we struck a really good balance between having it be uh, the stuff that you want from a Pee Wee movie, but at the same time not falling too back far on a. Hey, you remember that? Right. Or That's like my biggest nostalgia. Pet peeve. Yeah. yeah. It was like, hey, yeah. Hey, remember yeah. this? Wasn't that funny when we did this in the other movie? Yeah. We're yeah. Do yeah. It yeah. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Which it looked like that was all. Uh, not to call anybody out, but. Yeah, Dumb and Dumber too. Kind of looked like that was nothing but that. I never yeah, saw it. I, I never saw it. To be fair, I but, didn't see it either. Uh, yeah, yeah, those trailers were like, oh yeah, this is the same. Remember just, that? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I yeah, I, I feel like we did a a pretty good job of making sure because at the same time, you know, you can't totally deny like the pleasures of oh, yeah. you know uh, what you expect from a thing. Yeah, but, little little hints. That, yeah, 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 nice, yeah, yeah. But they're all I I think more so like deep fan stuff and right. not like the thing that your mom would remember right. about yeah, right. yeah 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 like your mom's not going to remember who amazingly <laughs> right exactly oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's awesome i'm really excited about oh, that thanks tony thanks um, a lot no thank you and thanks for coming by uh anything else that you you want to plug anything else hmm. no my twitter is at paul rust uh, i do funny Funny. Hmm, let's see if that's true. Funny. Politi- no. A lot of political tweets. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. goofball stuff. Uh, but yeah, people can follow me on that. Yeah. Very nice. Cool. 
All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Thanks, Tony. Now get out. Felice Navipod will return right now. Well, that was a delight. That was fun. What other ways can I describe it? Uh, spectacular, wonderful, glorious. I'll stop now. Uh, big thanks to Paul Rust. He gave you his plugs throughout the whole show. Uh, I gave you some plugs up top. Um, and uh, I'm also going to remind you about the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Tony Thaxton. Uh, you get a monthly bonus episode for certain pledges. Just get pictures of Rigby. I record a cover song every week. Uh, so check that out. Any support is appreciated. Last weekend, I played drums on Periscope while dressed as Macho Man Randy Savage. Maybe you want to see more dumb shit like that. Uh, I need your support on patreon.com slash Tony Thaxton. Uh, also, go to FeliceNavipod.com. Click on the Amazon banner. A little uh, percentage of that will give us a nice little kickback and uh, help the show. Help me. Help Rigby. Help the world. Subscribe to the show on iTunes. Please. And spread the word. Leave us a nice review. I can't ask that enough. I probably could, but I'm going to keep going. Uh, I'm at Tony Thaxton on Twitter and Instagram, TonyThaxton.com, for all your Tony Thaxton needs. Um, and uh, I think that's going to do it, other than to let you know that Christmas is December 25th. So uh, I have been Tony Thaxton. That's been Rigby. And as always... We wish you a Merry Christmas.